Good morning. It's Tuesday, February 27th, International Polar Bear Day. So wild to think that all they had to do was star in a few Diet Coke commercials, and they got a whole international day. Nepo Bears! <laughs> and now the news. Let's start with the Israel-Hamas war, but start over here in America, because we have to start with an update on the man who set himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. We now know that the man was Aaron Bushnell, a 25-year-old active-duty member of the Air Force, who called out that he would, quote, no longer be complicit in genocide, as he live-streamed his deadly protest on Twitch. And on Monday, President Biden said that he hoped a ceasefire, which would allow for remaining hostages to be released, could start by Monday. Negotiations are currently underway for a six-week pause that would include allowing hundreds of trucks to deliver aid into Gaza every day, which is urgently needed. President Biden will visit his buds on the Hill today, meeting with four congressional leaders in hopes of averting a government shutdown that would start just past midnight on Friday. He is also still on the hunt for the billions in aid that he would like to send to Ukraine and Israel. Part of the holdup on this new budget, which is a continued resolution of a continued resolution of a continued resolution and just turtles and bad checks all the way down. Seriously, the party of Trump has now brought the government a breath away from a shutdown three times in the last six months. Anyway, part of the holdup is that Republicans want to add abortion restrictions to the budget. Let me repeat that. Republicans want to add abortion restrictions to the budget. And if they don't get it, they're willing to shut the government down. Oh, but Biden's so old. Everyone's old. Getting old is the point of life. Like, highest number wins. Again, Republicans want to add abortion restrictions to the budget, and they're willing to shut the government down over it. So there's no, you know, oh, but he's old. Okay, but uh, this thing. What's not helping is that every time they do a continued resolution, Speaker Johnson keeps telling his party that he'll try and secure more policy victories in the next round of negotiations. And people believe him. Couldn't get it done the first few times, but there's not one ounce of good, normal, or quit in that absolute weirdo. Dude can't even count to 219 and our whole country depends on him for a budget. It's a neat system we've got here. Really cool. With Hungary's parliament finally signing off on Sweden's 2022 application to join NATO, the country is now past the biggest hurdle it had and well on its way to becoming the 32nd member of NATO. To which Trump said, and now they owe me money. I'm not helping them, not even for chocolate. No, no, Trump didn't say that. I'm sure he will, but as a reminder, NATO countries don't owe dues. It's a, it's a collective. So um, anyway, that's not what the story's about. Now I'm flustrated, sorry. Sweden does chocolate, right? That's, that's one of the things that they do, I think, famously chocolate. As a reminder, Sweden and Finland, which has already been approved, requested to join NATO after Putin began the full-scale invasion of Ukraine. On Monday, the Supreme Court heard arguments in a case that asks whether social media platforms should be treated like telephone companies required to transmit content regardless of viewpoint or like newspapers, which can choose which articles to put on the front page. This is a combination of cases out of Florida and Texas, both of which argue that social media companies discriminate conservative viewpoints, 
which tells me that they've never been on social media. It's a free speech case, but it's so tough because I gave those two examples, a telephone company or a newspaper. But social media is not like either of those. It's, a, it's both. It's a little bit of both. And then Monday's hearing also mentioned apps like Venmo, which is a money app, but for reasons that befuddle the mind, includes a social media aspect. So it's very tricky. Free speech is a constitutional right, but private companies are still able to make their own rules about what's allowed and what isn't. Um, a really basic example of this would be if you owned a social media company that was all about cats and then somebody started posting pictures of a dog. Well, your social media app only does cat pictures. I know that's very basic and, and silly, but that's what it is. Like, then you can tell that person, hey, you can't post on here because you're not posting things that are within the rules and regulations of this specific company. That's a very basic and um, not at all scary version of what is actually happening here, which is that Trump literally organized an insurrection partly through social media. And because of that, he was kicked off the platforms because that is not something that was in their policy. That was not a part of their allowed speech on the platform. But these states are arguing that it should have been. This one's going to be tricky. And honestly, the best thing we can hope for here is a narrow ruling because we have not evolved our law or language around social media enough yet for a ruling that would be broad and confuse everything. And of course, Trump Crime Update Time. Just a little something something edition. While we continue to wait for Godot's Supreme Court rulings, got a couple small pieces of news here. First, after his New York civil money crimes case ruling that saw Trump owing $454 million with an added daily interest of more than $100,000 each day because he lied about the property value of his various buildings, Trump, who totally has the money to cover it, he's just like, he's not liquid right now, and he could be, totally could be. He's just, he's so busy, and the person he calls at the bank is out, and then by the time he's free to call, it's after five, and then the bank's closed, and he's got time on Sunday, but they're closed, and you know, he loves church, can't keep him away from it, so I gotta stop. I gotta, I don't know what this bit is, but I gotta stop. Anyway, in that case, I'm sorry, that went on for too long, I think we can all agree on that. In that case... <laughs> In a civil money crimes case, uh, Trump has officially appealed the judge's decision, which is absolutely within his rights. He's allowed to do it. Go for it. He will still need to hand over the entire amount owed as a bond in order to qualify for an automatic stay of the judgment during the appeal process. In other words, here's my money. Hold on to that for me while I go argue my appeal. And then since he's handed over his bond, the interest will stop accruing during that time. If the appeal is successful, he'll get the money back. When it inevitably is not successful, he won't. One small hurdle here, just a little, little one. Um, he has not posted bond yet. So we'll see what happens. And then over to his criminal case in New York. I haven't named this one yet because he has so many election stealing crimes cases. And that's what this is at its core. But this is the one where Trump laundered hush money to keep his affairs with Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal a secret ahead of the 2016 election. There, New York prosecutors are seeking a limited gag order to prevent Trump from talking about witnesses and court staff members as he has proven himself to be a big fan of doing, which Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg noted in his court filing. Meanwhile, lawyers for Trump, this is so wild, lawyers for Trump 
have filed a pretrial motion to prevent Daniels and McDougal, as well as Michael Cohen, a.k.a. the three biggest witnesses on the case, from being able to testify. You know what? Take a big swing. You know what I mean? Like, you're in the batter's box anyway. Take a swing. Bragg's court filing also included a line from a 2007 book from Trump. Quote, when you are wronged, go after those people because it is a good feeling and because other people will see you doing it. I've never heard that line before, but it is very telling. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I will say it forever. We would be doing so much better as a country. This is going to sound like a joke, but I'm, I mean it with my whole soul. We would be doing so much better as a country if that man had gotten a little therapy and a bigger role in Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of polar bears. They're so cute. But more than that, because not unlike a polar bear, you're adorable and ferocious when needed. I'm proud of you. 